Hey, Accounting Nation, Adrian Law here, CPA, CA, Accounting Coach and Mentor, and welcome to another episode of the Vancouver Accounting Experience. How is everyone doing? Hopefully you're well, you're safe. Uh, this episode is a Q&A session with a um, very nice gentleman by the name of Gaurav who I met on LinkedIn. So Gaurav reached out to me seeking my advice. Um, I think there's a lot of value in this podcast if you're in the job market looking for a job, whether in industry, but specifically targeting public accounting firms, how to get noticed, how to stand out, and what you can do that's really outside the box, you know, because there's so much competition, you really want to put in the effort. Um, there's a lot of value here. Hopefully, you will get something out of it. So stay tuned and let's get right into the podcast. Welcome to the Vancouver Accounting Experience the podcast where accountants share their stories, their careers, their experiences, and their special moments of inspiration they encountered along the way to their professional designation. And now your host, Adrian Law. Uh, Gaurav, nice to meet you. And so essentially, how can I help you? Yes, actually, I need your help, especially during this unusual and weird times. And, mm. uh, you know, recently, as I mentioned in my message to you, when yep. we first spoke that, you know, I've been applying to <clears throat> various public accounting firms. Yep. And uh, uh, to provide a little bit <clears throat> flashback about myself, uh, sure. I Canada as an international student back in 2013. So it's been like almost seven years and got graduated in 2015. And then I did my CPA as well, completed my, uh, passed my CPA exam too. <clears throat> Great. And uh, uh, I also have uh, four and a half years of industry experience. But then I thought that, you know, it's also important to see the public accounting side as well. And that's when I started to you know, look for jobs in public accounting. And I, and I did land at one. Uh, it was a small, I would say small and mid-sized public accounting firm near downtown. Mm -hmm. Yep. So worked there for like roughly four and a half months, but I think probably due to COVID I, and I was still in probation, they laid me off. And already hear that. Yeah, it was like very, it was like very, I mean, I did knew that a lot of, accounting firms were laying off people and mm. i also was a little scared because uh, you know it, i was the newest member in the team and sure. yeah. i was still in the probation and you know it, so i tried to and it was actually a little bit surprising too because uh, you know i would check with my managers and uh, my partners about my performance and every time it was great and then out of one unfortunate morning out of nowhere you know i just got that phone call and i wasn't provided like any, any clear uh reasoning and uh, what what was uh, <clears throat> more obvious that you know immediately after i received the call from my partner that right. you know they would like to um, uh, terminate the employment relationship <clears throat> i called the my immediate manager and he wasn't even aware of it so i was like mm. So I was like, oh my God, what just happened? Like, you know, it was like totally out of the blue. But I mean, I I was always scared, especially, you know, because I put a lot of my friends in public accounting. They got laid off too. So yep, understandable. So, but still, I mean, like, you know, this is like very unusual and very, I will say, difficult time. Mm -hmm. But it's not a normal time. So ever since that, you know, uh, I've been trying to get into public accounting jobs. I'm, I've been searching into public accounting. I actually, uh, the reason I switched from industry to public accounting, one of the reasons, like I mentioned, was that, you know, there were some areas such as taxation and audit, you know, yeah. which is pretty much, you know, there's no exposure towards these areas in industry. So I was like, okay, I have the... I did my theoretical, I got the knowledge from the CPA exams, but, you know, I couldn't find a platform where I can apply those, those, uh, that knowledge. So I thought it's, it's, it's better to, you know, get some experience in those areas. So that was one reason. The other reason to be frank, you know, uh, was that public uh, CPA career is such amazing, uh, amazing career where, you know, you can start your own firm or you can work in in industry too and one of my goals was that okay maybe down the line i would like to open my own firm too so it's better to sure. you know start into public practice so that you know at least you work you work on different clients and you work on different assignments so you know sure, you yeah. have your knowledge over there so that was another big reason 
and uh, definitely of course you know industry after a while I, w- i felt that i wasn't being challenged enough and i was also seeking a new challenge you know something new to learn mm-hmm. so that was that, those were like my three primary reasons as to why i made the switch and uh, and the still uh, you know my although i have i think uh, you know my possibility of ending up with a job is probably better in industry but i still want to you know uh looks for opportunities in public practice and that's where i'm actually facing a lot of issues right now a lot of difficulties and that's when i contacted sanchita that you know and you know i also attended uh, one of those webinars which mm-hmm. organized for icf uh, so yes. so that's when we were talking and then we then she mentioned your name and that's when i remembered okay yeah probably adrian might be able to provide me with some guidance <laughs> as to you know as to what maybe what type of approach for job search you know, right. i use right now because right now you know firstly it's definitely unusual times because a lot of these big fours or more, maybe a lot of these mid-sized companies they are frozen their hiring right so that's another exactly. no i i completely understand where you're coming from and i'm sorry to hear that you were laid off during you know these tough economic times uh yeah i mean from what i understand all of the big four and i'm sure all the other public accounting firms have been you know laying off staff as well uh, it's just a matter of just pure like economics so i get that and i also understand you know the reasons that you really want to get into public accounting for all the reasons yeah that you laid out uh whether that's uh, diversity of experience and just different opportunities or setting yourself up you know to maybe run your own firm one day so i get all that uh, yep. so i'm very flattered that you're thinking of me <laughs> to uh share some of my insights um but other than i mean did you were you in the tax service in uh, the public accounting firm that you worked at or were you an audit when uh no i did i did tax and i did corporate tax actually primarily oh, okay. so i started with the so what they start with new employees they start with like normal notice to reader engagements and then corporate tax returns as well so because i started in january so nobody really had the time to train me on uh, pri- uh, personal taxes so they mm-hmm. could just train me on like you know on the corporate side and uh, so probably that's the reason i didn't touch much of personal so it was only corporate taxation. Okay, interesting. Corporate taxes. Um <clears throat> uh, and so you enjoyed it. You enjoyed yes. doing corporate taxes. You enjoy yes. working with many clients. Yes. Yes. Okay. Definitely. That's very good. And so now you've come to the point where you would like to get back into public practice. You've been there before. Uh well, how long was your experience at the previous uh, firm? uh 4 4 and a half months okay 4 and a half months yeah okay and so you know you know in your heart you will want to get back into public practice and you know that industry at least for now is not for you yes i think industry for now is off the table so definitely public practice okay that's good and then so you you'd be happy with like any any firm essentially yes that's also one of my other questions like you know mm-hmm. because you know one of the reasons like as mentioned is to probably see myself having running my own firm one day so yeah. what level like what size of firm would you recommend is like you know where i can get the best experience is it because i've like i discussed the same question with a couple of my friends and they have right. all different opinions some of them they are like okay big four is perfect it looks good on your resume you work on with big clients and all some of them they are like you know you should go with mid size clients because you get good you work on different assignments quickly and you know you're not just stick to tax you will do everything little bit of everything so you get a better experience over there so I'm, i'm like you know it's like a mixed response and i'm a little confused over there like i mean yeah i mean f- just my pure opinion and i've never run my own firm before and i've only ever worked at pwc and i'm yeah. working in industry now but if you're asking me just my personal opinion I actually think if you can get into like a small or medium-sized firm and mm-hmm. work on multiple small to medium-sized businesses, uh, you know, doing tax compilations, reviews, that kind of thing that can help smaller businesses, I think that will be easier to set up your own firm one day 
uh, obviously because getting those kinds of clients is going to be easier rather than in like, you know, a huge firm or a big four where you might be working on enterprise level clients. Well, those aren't going to be the ones that you're going to be getting. Yeah. Uh, so that way you can get back, you can get into a real range of services in your own firm, whether it's doing tax returns or tax planning, uh, tax strategies, maybe doing some like compilations. But I think you're really able to help in, you know, small business consultations, you know, what's going on in your business in general. Do they need help in, I don't know, managing cash flows or looking at their price points for their products, that kind of stuff. So you can help in just more small business consulting in addition to just pure either compilations, reviews, tax, that kind of thing. All right. And just a follow-up question, which I also discussed with a couple of my friends. Like, at sure, level, yeah. which level shall I, you know, uh, apply? Like, what level of job shall I apply for? Like, you know, some of them, they say, okay, you need to start from scratch. And some of them, they're like, okay, you know, you have completed your CFE, you wrote your CFE in assurance. Mm. So, you know, and you, okay, it's industry experience, but that doesn't mean you're a fresher, you know something. So maybe an intermediate level is for you. Some of them even suggested senior. So I was like senior, probably I don't have that much of experience. So I'm like a little bit confused between intermediate and like totally a staff level. So, so I guess you're, you've worked four months in a public accounting firm. And what was your experience before that? I was in industry. I pretty much did all in industry like from everything from a to b a to z everything actually okay i mean (laughs) for someone who has qualified with their cpa who works in a firm i think they might be at the senior associate junior manager level and if you have industry experience doing you know the full accounting cycle and you had some public practice experience and you have your cpa designation I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't be manager or at worst case, yeah, like senior associate or something. Essentially equivalent of like a fourth, fifth year associate or new manager, that kind of Actually, thing. Yeah, just one more thing about myself is, okay, I finished my exams, but I haven't like, you know, able to certify my experience. So that's another thing I'm looking for. Uh, like yeah. in industry, yeah. couple of... It. Yeah, so that's uh, like I only I have like six months worth of experience out of those 30 months. So that's like a, another big thing I need to finish off. So will you still suggest me like a senior level? Oh, I see what you mean. So essentially yeah. you've already passed the CFE. Yeah. But in terms of like the experience, um, yeah. you haven't been able, you've only got, what was it, six months out of the 30 months? Yeah, so so I guess in industry, you would really struggle to get all the core competencies for all the breadth and that kind of thing. So obviously, yeah, it makes sense that uh, like a public accounting firm, you'd be able to much easier get all the different, I guess, competencies. No, that makes sense. That seems to be coming up a lot uh, for people who I've been talking to and some of my mentees as well. Yeah. You know, who could be struggling working in industry, especially if they're a bit more junior role. It's yes. definitely a bit of a struggle to try and get the extra work that they need. So yes. I, I totally get it. I mean, uh, in your previous job, you worked in industry. What sort of level was that? Was that like senior accountant or? That was like more of senior come intermediate. So it was a small team. We, I did like a little bit of everything, like seniors responsibilities as well some of even sometimes i had to do like some data entry basic work okay yeah i mean yeah if you haven't qualified you haven't gotten your designation cpa your letters behind your name it probably might be hard to get manager yeah Uh, but yeah senior associate for sure uh just for the hours i mean but if you already pass the c fee really i who knows if you're super ambitious, maybe they'll take you on as like a manager. If you can show that you had some managerial experience, if you haven't, then I, I'd be perfectly fine with like senior associate or something. So like a fourth or fifth year associate, that yeah. might be like the equivalent uh, with the level of experience that you've, that you've like, you know, had previously. Okay. So, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if that's your goal and, um, you know that that's what you want to get back to and you've already thought it out. It seems like you've laid out a very 
clear reasoning as to why you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, it's going to be tougher now because everyone's struggling essentially. So, but yep. um, so you've, uh, I guess, you've been applying everywhere and just getting yes. no responses, or you've been getting some feedback. I, mean, I did got like interviewed to one of the firms, but it's been like a long time. I did follow up with them about yeah. the, you know they did conducted some phone interviews and they were like we're still in the process so they haven't told me anything yet but i'm not sure that's the only one it's been like almost like one and a half two months now so uh now i think sometimes i feel like you know maybe i should start looking for industry jobs as well because who knows this they might just freeze all their hiring for a long time right? i mean yeah very well could be it all depends on like the economy and yep. you know how companies are doing although i mean there are certain sectors that are i'm sure are struggling but there are also a lot of other businesses you know e-commerce business tech industries that are like yep. thriving in this yep. you know so you know it's not like everything's down uh, yep. other things or other you know companies industries are up mm-hmm. so i mean the opportunities are there but i guess your case is a little bit different because you've been there before you've worked you've you've actually been hired at a firm before so this isn't it's not like you're a student and you don't know what the experience is like so yep. that might be a different advice i would give like a student because you know the advice i give students are the grades don't matter it's about personal development how well you communicate and tell your story that kind of thing but obviously you're very well spoken and you've been hired before so obviously that doesn't seem to be like the issue it's more like the economy is generally down. Firms generally aren't hiring. So you're kind of like caught out of that. Yeah. Uh, but you, I mean, you can hang on a little longer without going for an industry job, obviously. And, and you can focus on trying to apply for uh, public accounting for a while, like a couple yeah. months. Or yeah. what, what's your timeline? Well, I definitely want to give like maybe one or two months more to just applying to public accounting firms and mm. probably, you know, if nothing happens, then probably I think it's, uh, I have to maybe look back. To yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. If you're told, if you're like super, super keen and this is what you want, I would say accept any job that comes your way mm-hmm. because then you're in and then you can, you know, work your butt off to climb that ladder again. So... Yes, uh, that's so, also another yeah. another thing which I was considering. Probably, you know, even if I go for like a small size, maybe you know, like a small firm in public accounting, and then just probably get that experience. And once the hiring starts, and probably yeah, gets exactly back that's what. If I were you, that'd be my first thing. Say, don't worry about the position. Get your yep. foot in the door. I mean, when I changed careers from cooking and I went back to school, I was already what was it? 2009 so i was already like 34 wow (laughs) right so i was in a career i changed careers i quit my job went back to school so 2009 i was 34 and i got hired by pwc in 2010 and then i started my job at pwc in 2011 right so i mean i was already 2011 so that's like 36 oh yeah and that's like new associate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My new associate, brand new associate. And all of my peers were like, you know, 22, 23, 24, 25. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to get my foot in the door mm-hmm. and start from scratch, essentially. So I think that's something, if you know for sure this is what you want to get back into, then I say, yeah. So don't worry about the position part. So we got that out of the way. Yeah. Okay. So next, obviously you're very well spoken and i'm sure your resume is probably looking good and uh you know it, you've been hired before so i'm not worried about all the like personal development that kind of stuff telling your story selling your personal brand it sounds like you got that under you know you've got a good grasp of that so it's more i think from for you very special case <laughs> i think it's just really being creative on how you really get the word out there that you are looking to get a job, really. And yes. this is actually, I've had a phone call with someone else uh, who's from Africa okay. uh, who had the same issue. He really wanted to quit industry. It was always his dream to work for like a big four firm. 
and uh, he was really keen and he just wasn't getting like the success. And so I was just thinking outside the box of different ways that he could reach out to recruiters might be one. So getting to know who are the main recruiters for all of the firms. So, you know what I mean? Like make a list of all of the firms, big form, large, medium, small firms, make a huge list. And if you have time, just go through. I mean, it, I'm not talking like, you know, five, 10, I'm talking about like, 50, 60, 70, okay. that number, 80, all of them, right? Yeah. That you're interested in working in. Obviously, don't do like all of them, but at least the ones that you targeted that you're interested in working in, finding out um, essentially who the recruiters are, the ones that are, you know, I guess, I guess some recruiters might be just recruiting in university or specific universities, but there might be ones that are just recruiting for, out of like industry or whatever, find out who they are and then contact them directly on LinkedIn just to see where they are in the hiring process. Are they open to hiring, you know, and like maybe not now, but maybe in the fall, that kind of thing. Uh, So reaching out to them, at least getting the word out that Mm you are available. Uh, I know there are some information sessions, virtual information sessions that some of the firms are running right now. Those might be a bit targeted more for, you know, university students, but I would yeah. just get onto those to understand what the culture like, what, you know, what kind of company they are, what kind of clients they have, that kind of thing, if you have the time. Um, and then, then the outside of the box part might just be on LinkedIn, finding out who managers are, partners are, you know, if you're feeling comfortable reaching out to them. So the, the, that part is a bit tricky because, you know, a lot of people aren't really used to just cold calling or cold email or cold direct messaging someone on like LinkedIn or something. So this is where you have to get a bit creative, you know, if on like Twitter or something, a certain partner is talking about like the Vancouver Canucks and how he thinks that they're going to have a great playoff run. You know, maybe you jump into that conversation, you know, you put in a couple of like, you know, tweets or something or your instagram and your twitter your linkedin whatever you're having like a conversation boom by the way i'm interested you know like you know you it's almost like a relationship you don't just jump in right away but maybe like a day or two you're talking about that canucks and then you maybe you're talking about sports and then you maybe talking about covid and then maybe a couple of conversations down the road you're like you know covid's been such a tough time i'm trying to get a job oh what job are you trying to get i'm trying to get in public practice oh i'm in public practice so okay. it's stuff like that. So that is a bit more creative because you know what? If you're desperate and you want a job bad enough, then you got to do it, right? So yep. the 50, 60, 70 firms and then doing all the work to find out who the recruiters are, that's just that's just work. That's just doing the reps yep. and putting the word out there. And then obviously, so now you're using social media platforms, DMs to try and reach certain people who you think might have influence in the whole thing. To try and get your name out there. By the way, I'm looking for a job. Is there anything, you know, not, it's almost like an art to not come across as too hard. You know what I mean? Yep. It's almost like the real art of like the sale to really soften it, like really soften the edges. It's like, you know, a bit more about yourself. Oh, by the way, you know, like if you know, if you know someone who's kind of like in, who's like hiring, maybe they could think of me. But if you don't, that's okay. Don't worry about it. So very kind of like soft rather than like, oh, you know, my name's Gaurav and I'm, I want a job at your firm. And uh, here's my, where can I send my resume? That That's almost coming across as like way too, way too strong. Yep. So yep. that's a bit of a subtle art. <laughs> yes, actually, I have been doing this. Uh, Good. LinkedIn, and uh, and that, that was also like, you know, everything right now. Because I think uh, industry is okay. I still know the ins and outs on how to yep. get it, how to get yep. out. But uh, public practice is still fairly new to me. Like, you know, the recruitment side. Okay, they did recruit me. But, uh, you know, I will say each firm has its own special. So I've been actually contacting a lot of talent acquisition people and uh, managers and partners and just messaging them. Yeah. And some Sometimes, you know, I was also in this dilemma if I should probably just ask them I see there's an opening. I see there's an opening on the website. So, mm-hmm. you know, okay, just I want to have like, because right now I feel that there's a lot of workforce 
especially like you know with all the layoffs there's yeah. a lot of people right now you know uh, the supply of workforce is way higher more than demand right now so yeah. just to get that edge over the competition you know i always think okay to message them but sometimes uh, you know i spoke to a couple of people and they said okay just uh, don't ask for a job right there or something like that just be like you know so that's when initially i did you know ask them about the jobs okay you know by the way you're hiring i just introduced myself a little bit and you know and just so, so they they know about me that okay you know there's an application and all that stuff so probably just let's stand a little bit distinct from the crowd and uh, but then uh, you know then after that i just started uh, you know i didn't ask for a job then i just tried to you know start developing connections like you know how's everything going how you're dealing with the covid situation yeah. things like that right so but sometimes you know i will see that there's no response so i'm like again in dilemma if i did something wrong or what exactly happened it could yeah i mean i'm sh- it's just it's just that there's probably like 500 people that are like desperate and are going yeah. what's going on with the job can i get a job can i have some resume so everyone's probably coming on strong yeah and just even if there was no one else it was just one person even going you know i see you hiring what can i send my resume even that to to the to a recruiter or hiring person that'll be perfectly fine but to someone who is like a manager partner who they're not in the process of the recruiting mm-hmm. that can be a bit strong so that's why i'm always thinking about coming in from a more like a social or a different angle essentially finding a way to know what you may even have in common um that kind of thing and then just very softly kind of direct something down the road towards like oh by the way I'm kind of interested in this so, so you suggest like, okay sorry yeah, uh, it's like a very subtle art mm-hmm. it Yeah, it's a very subtle art. It's almost an art of just like relationship developing. You know, yep, if yep, like yep. someone were to ask someone out on a date, something you know, <laughs> just going, "Do you want to go on a date with me?" That's like way too strong, and it's kind of like you know, I don't even know who you are, and like that kind of thing. But it's kind of like you just want to find like a common ground. Oh, you know, you like watching this, so that's why it's almost like conversational pieces. You know, okay. you ask someone, "Oh, you're you like reading so and so book? Are you like cooking that kind of stuff? Finding common ground, and then later on down the road, you're like, 'Would you like to like go out with me? That kind of thing.' So that is a bit more softer relationship building, and that's yeah. why I'm thinking with like these, I guess, people on the fringe of the recruiting process, not directly in it. It's just easier to go in that way. Or if you notice that a specific person has posted something. whether it's a piece of like advice on their like linkedin you can like comment on it you know have a very thoughtful comment and then commenting on their post that okay. is another way and you know i've commented on people's posts and sometimes i get feedback and sometimes i develop a relationship on like link on like linkedin and make a connection okay. so posting nice. thoughtful comments on other people's posts is one thing and usually managers and partners do post you know it might be a bit more corporate kind of post yeah but it's still a post you know if they're talking about you know this is what's going on in the tech industry or this is what's going on in the mining industry and then yeah. you because almost no one ever comments on those things but if you have a very thoughtful comment about what they're posting say like, oh who's this guy and then you may yeah. even have like a little conversation in the comment section of their post and okay. then from there you can because you've already had that little connection that you made a comment then you can kind of like oh yeah you know by the way you have any idea what's going on with like the thing are you guys increasing in hiring any idea oh you don't know that's okay but you might have I touch base with you you know down the road yeah that kind of thing so that is advice i guess it would be you know especially when everyone's in the same boat there's probably 5000 people in vancouver <laughs> for public account so now you have to really be the one that stands out and uh so i guess the first thing is don't be shy and it doesn't sound like you're shy uh i mean you have already been a bit thoughtful because you're questioning yourself already oh is it a bit too strong so you've already so it's great to hear that you that has already come across your mind like you know you like, oh you didn't get a response so you know did it come across too strong So that's already great. And sometimes you might err on a way of too strong and sometimes you might err on the way of like 
that probably wasn't enough, right? So it probably is a bit of like a feel for the game, essentially. But that's yeah. why I'm suggesting, you know, more than 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you like strike out on like 10, man, it wasn't meant to be. Out of yeah. like the remaining 40, maybe five get back to you. <laughs> and out of the remaining five, maybe three like might consider you for a job. And out of the remaining three, one might actually give you like an interview, right? Yeah. So that's out yeah. of like 80. <laughs> yeah. no, so that's, that's one thing. So that's one strategy. And it sounds like you've already thought about it. So I think it's just refining that strategy. If you have the time, sounds like you have the time. So go for it. Go for as many firms as you can make a list of. And then the other strategy I am thinking about, and this is just something that, because I listen to a lot of like, you know, marketing podcasts and business things. And I think if you already have an idea that you want to run your own firm one day, Mm -hmm. you, you know, you must have lots of ideas about consulting and business in general and like the economy and, and, and that kind of stuff. So if you can, leverage of your experience working uh, in a public firm previously, yep. you should put out posts for what your thoughts are. Okay. Well, saying, hang on, there's a train that's going by my house. Just, it's going to be loud. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Windows open. So I think you need to be active on things like LinkedIn, Twitter, maybe not so much like Instagram, but those like LinkedIn for sure. Yeah. Putting up posts. I mean, for me, I, I don't know if you've like followed me on like LinkedIn. Maybe yeah. you've like read some of my posts. I mean, my posts are like quite varied, but some of them are about like personal development. So I'm 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 creating stories based on like my personal past. And then how I was able to like, you know, get myself out of this like really shy shell of a person, you know, to become like whatever, whatever. So those are like stories to help other more like students. But you can have stories, articles, videos, and uh, interesting thoughts of like what a small business can do or how you've been able to help like, you know, with like the corporate tax of someone else, you know, nothing, nothing that's like sensitive information or like, you know, you may not even want to say any specific organizations, nothing sensitive, but you know, just like, Oh, if you're a small business, have you thought about this, this, this for like tax planning Mm -hmm. or, you know, when I was working in a public accounting firm, I really helped my client do this, whatever, like, you know, like short little stories putting out and you may not have anyone read them, but if you put out enough, Mm -hmm. you may have someone who is like a small business might see you and that would be great. That could be a potential client for you one day. Definitely, definitely. Or it could be, you know, if you're putting like the, like the right hashtags, the yeah. hashtags could be like whatever, public accounting, CPA, that kind of stuff. It could be a partner, a manager, a recruiter, someone sees you and, oh, this is an interesting article this person's written. It's like very thoughtful. It could be helpful for other businesses. Yeah, this person will be a great, you know, like a, whatever, senior associate in our firm. Oh, this person is looking for a job, that kind of stuff. So it's a bit more writing stories, articles, and I would just do everything. I would write, write articles. I would have like images, stories. I would put out video, uh, that kind of thing, which is value to other people, value to businesses, value to corporations, value to everyone else. And you're not getting anything in return, but one day someone could reach out to you and say, Hey, you had a great article on like tax and uh, I see that you're looking for a job. We are hiring now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. If you have the time, it sounds like if you have the time, then you can do all of the above. Yes, I do. I do have yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> and if worse comes to worse, the worst case scenario, right? Let's say from now until like the end of the summer, you know, whatever it is, eight weeks, and you wrote three articles a day and you had videos and you had audio and you were putting out great, great like value information or maybe even entertaining whatever it is out on LinkedIn and like Twitter and like, you know, maybe you got like one or two comments or you got like a couple of like thumbs up, but it never ever led to an interview or a job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
even if that and you would think like oh that's like the worst case scenario what the hell is it with this adrian guy he gave me like bad advice <laughs> even if that happened one day if you're having your own firm all that marketing experience and branding yep. and all that would help out your real business True. so you would have you know eight weeks of experience right there seeing yeah. what works seeing what doesn't work True. finding oh man it's hard to like you know record audio i like i like writing articles better but not long articles i like writing short articles and this hashtag works and this hashtag doesn't work you would have all that experience and then you, to run your own firm you would have to do marketing anyway yeah perfect so yeah. there you go that's actually very good advice very very good advice actually. so never think of it as like failure essentially it's oh, just yeah stuff you're doing to uh, but yeah i mean it sounds it already sounds i can already tell listening to you that you've got a very good and uh, you know very well-rounded head on your shoulders and you know like so uh you know i feel like i'm not worried about you i think like you're going to be in like a good place like it sounds like you're hardworking and you you know you're fearless and you want to kind of go for it and uh so i think it's just time i think it's just the economy and uh if you're you know reaching out to recruiters and your resume is like top notch, like clean, concise, everything that lays out, you know, who you are, who cares about the whatever grades, you know, is really sprucing up your resume so that it speaks about who you are. And then the typical advice I give for all like my student mentees, which is like, you have like rich experiences who made you who you are today. Think about how those experiences have impacted you, whether it's like volunteering or you like spending time with your family or you've done some like traveling and you have interesting experiences that made you who you are. Yeah. Think about how those impacted you and practice, practice, practice communicating all those things because when you are talking with a recruiter at like a virtual session or you meet someone face-to-face, you can speak and speak very eloquently about who you are. That is what's going to make you stand out, uh, you know, uh, amongst like the thousand resumes that you're getting. Yep. And yep. so if you can already spruce that up till it's like your A game and then you yep. add a bit like of like real kind of like hustle to reach out to those like 80 recruiters and 80 partners and 80 managers and you're adding all those like, you know, value add articles I think you'd be like, you know, one of the top candidates. Yeah, definitely. No, that's definitely a very yeah. good. You'd be like, for sure. If I were a hiring manager, I'd be like, I want this guy. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's because it shows everything, right? Like it shows you have like initiative, you have drive, you really wanted, you've done all this stuff to just get a job. And, uh, you know, who else is doing that, right? I mean, most people in like university... If you're going for like new associate, it's going to be like university level. And, you know, if someone's just better with you on just sure personality, fine, they could probably get a job. But if it's like if they're hiring from like industry or a bit more like mature associate or whatever it is, then uh, no one else. I mean, you know this. No one else will be putting in that level of work. Right. True that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, in terms of just resume, uh, if another thing you can help me with, I'm pretty sure my resume looks good. But if, you know, if I send you my resume, can you just also like, you know, see if it's everything looks good and in it? Like, I just need to send it along, send an email, email it to me. I'll take a look and then I'll add you my com- uh, whatever. I'll send you some comments. Um, yes. I know myself, I'm not the greatest resume writer, but I try and. I try and, I guess, alleviate that by having it like concise. So I don't really have more than like a page. Okay. Uh, I just have like a one pager and it's like maximized for like efficiency uh, okay. using like lines and columns and that kind of thing. But I guess I was telling this to my other mentee in the podcast as well is that I tend to have like an unfair advantage in that I came from like the cooking industry. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah and that i mean that probably jumps off the resume like right away and uh i mean who doesn't like talking about like food or restaurants that kind of thing so for me i found it generally like it my resume just tends to like stand out for that alone which is a bit you know it's uh it's not it's not so that's why i know myself i'm not like the greatest resume writer and i'm not great at like really highlighting 
um, you know, I guess highlighting portions of my career where I've really like made an impact. And I think a lot of people are better on that. But yeah, send it, send your resume along, and I'll um, I'll give you whatever comments like pops into my head. Yeah, that's not a problem. Okay, and just one last thing. I think you already answered that. Uh, sure. Like in terms of personality alone, like you know, specifically like these mid-size or maybe big fours. Like what exactly they do look in a candidate? Like okay, uh, all right. Uh, for example, I was just looking at one of the firms and it was a staff level job and they're like, you know, we need two to three years of public practice experience. So I don't have that. But, you know, what exactly like, you know, like, you know, OK, so that's like a junior level role and they're asking for two to three years of experience in like public ex- accounting. So I'm like, I'm like, what exactly? Oh, interesting. It was a junior level position and they were looking for two to three years of experience. Yeah, it was like a staff. I guess they have, uh, you know, I guess it, it's kind of like a, like a buyer's market, right? Yeah, kind <laughs> if of. They, if they have the, you know, if there's so much supply and they can really be picky you know, on what they want. Pretty much, I think that's But that's... I mean, in terms of like personality, I mean, I, I guess I said the word personality because I'm referring to the fact that if there are so many candidates and a huge pool of people, it's the ones that really... I guess, sell who they are the best and are able to communicate that. They are the ones who are going to like jump off the page, at least be noticeable. And um, I've always said that grades doesn't really matter. So forget about grades. Don't even have grades in your resume. So forget that. So it's really about who you are. And I mean, it could be extroverted. It could be introverted. It doesn't really matter. I mean, the whole world needs both. So that's not a thing. So, I mean, I... Ultimately, what the firms are looking for, and this is something that I wanted, you know, when I was working at PwC, it's really someone who's going to be on my team who can I, I can work with, right? And yeah. it's also going to be someone on my team who is going to really present well to to the client because, you know, yeah. public accounting, it's client facing, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's probably a very special mix of everything. So, you know, for someone who's on my team, someone who is hardworking, organized, those things are just going to help the senior or manager if someone at least puts in the effort. That's already a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then someone who's organized, because as you know, it's going to be like there's going to be a workload, there's going to be multiple clients, there's going to be different tasks, different priorities. So those two is already big. Right. So hard work and then but that's just very generic. But other than that is someone who you can get along with and yep. who's not just like an ass or like yeah. someone who's like completely <laughs> arrogant. Right. Yeah, true who wants to just deal with that, you know, like. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 hours a day, right? So someone who's like, it's like, you know, agreeable, great personality, easy to talk to, easy to work with. When conflicts come up, you know, that's like the real test, you know, how how do yep. they deal with conflicts? You know, do they close up into a shell and are like completely quiet? Well, that's not good. Yeah. Or do they, are they like explosive and then like it has to let everything out and that, that could be, you know, very rude to like a client. Well, that's not good. But someone who like can communicate well, essentially when things aren't going good or bad. Right. So that's, that's just more like a team thing. Yeah. And then on the client facing side, well, that's someone who has that knack to be able to like talk with clients. Right. Because a lot of like people in public practice, I don't know if you noticed this, they don't know how to talk to clients and they almost are like shy to talk to clients or scared to talk to clients. And that's not good. Yeah. Right. So, you know, they just want to like communicate by email and don't even want to see the client face to face. So that's not good. Someone who is really like fearless, has courage, speaks well, presents well, can, you know, can really be the face of the firm and talk about, I mean, I'm coming more from like an audit background and I'm sure tax is similar. Like it's not easy subjects and audit can be very, you know, I guess like a, like a real abrasive subject sometimes for like clients. So it's just being able to like explain what the issues are, come in in like a very soft way, talking about 
this is what we need. This is why we need to look at controls. And this is why there's an error and you should consider. So being able to explain the position of the firm yeah. and at least build relationship with the clients, that is something that is invaluable, right? Rather than someone who doesn't know how to talk to clients and it just comes across as very black and white, like, this is wrong, you know, we're the auditors, you need to fix yeah. this or else. And that's way too strong, right? It's just like, that's why clients be like, oh, I just want to see the auditors on the day they leave and I never want to see it. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Like it's, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think as working in like a public firm, it's just so much more about like communication skills yep. and just really presenting well. Yeah. And uh, that is way, that's way more than like, how much tax knowledge you got, you know, how much you remembered from your like accounting class in university, how many A's you got, nothing of that matters. Yeah. Uh, everything else is a skill, is a commodity and a skill that can be learned. But yeah. the interpersonal skills and all that, that's that's like a lifelong thing that's yeah. not easy to teach. So, but I mean, it doesn't sound like that's really like your problem. <laughs> I think the problem is just like bad economy. <laughs> yeah, <probably just> like- <laughs> I mean, it sounds yeah. I mean, you are very well spoken, and you you like can express yourself very well, and it seems like you're very thoughtful, and you don't really you know you're not coming across as like like a strong whatever, right? So yeah, I don't I don't think. I mean, if you think that's something that you need to work on, then that's great. But I don't think that's your problem. I think it's just bad economy. I think it's right now, it's like, you know, because uh, right now every move I take, I just think like 10 times before and after, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. And just kind of tailor my next approach, like accordingly, like, okay, <laughs> you know, what was I my- mean, don't think, that's why I mean, it's don't overanalyze it. And there's, yeah. I mean, you're talking to your friends, which is good. And you're talking to me, which is good for whatever it is. But don't overanalyze it. There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. You you can over you know you can overanalyze something and spend ten hours figuring whether a small firm is better, medium firm better, is it yeah. new associate better, is it uh, seniors better. It's just really like work on yourself and then work on. Like I said, when the when you know the moment comes and you have an interview, are you ready to talk about like yourself and communicate in a way that helps you? improve your chances of getting the job and if you're not 100 confident then you need to practice that and practice with your friends interview with your with your friends yeah i've done that where i've helped out my friends you know i got him to wear a suit i got myself to wear a suit we booked a room in like my office he came in for an interview Okay. And I like interviewed him and then we like worked on his like, answers. I mean, this wasn't for accounting firm. This was for like medical school. Okay. But it's like, the same thing. You can practice interviewing. You can practice talking about yourself. You can practice highlighting all the things that you want to get out there. Right. And along with the, all the other things, that is like a very busy day mm-hmm. uh, getting ready for, you know. So you, I guess what I'm suggesting takes a huge amount of work. And a huge amount of like like real dedication and perseverance because I'm sure you can get frustrated along the way. Yep. And uh, so you know you really that's why I was asking is like this is definitely what you want in your heart. You know you know for sure that that's what you want. And uh, so then then I think that's awesome. I think that's fantastic. And so go get it. Yeah, definitely perfect. And just uh, last one, last thing. Sure, <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> just one last thing. Apart from, you know, reaching out to these 70, 80 firms, like in your personal connection, if you have any like recruiters or, you know, someone who's looking for, uh, you know, for uh, someone who's hiring right now, or maybe right now, recently, I also started doing like bookkeeping for like, you know, some of my friends who have their businesses. So I've started that. So if somebody's actually looking for a bookkeeper, any small time business client, like, you know, that definitely aligns with my career, right? Okay. Some practices like audited and taxation, maybe that comes a little bit later, but normal bookkeeping I've started for some of my friends as well. So if there's someone in your personal connection, you know, who's looking either for, you know, who's either uh, hiring or right now looking for a bookkeeper, like, you know, to manage their books, so yeah. you know that will be really helpful if you know. Yeah, I mean for sure. If uh, something comes up that I know it's available, I will definitely send it your way. That's not a problem. If I know that they're actively hiring or they have an open position, I will uh, send it your way. I might even like let them know about yourself. 
Yep. Uh, that's not a problem. And uh, have you considered, uh, are you selling your bookkeeping services on like, uh, we, um, what's it called? Fiverr or that other platform? I can't remember what it's called now. Which one? Uh, there's like a couple of platforms for like services, um, especially for like bookkeeping. I can't remember the name, okay. but it's kind of like Fiverr. You know what Fiverr is? Uh, sorry, I don't. <laughs> Fiverr is just, it's kind of like a platform for uh, people who um, have um, services to sell, essentially. Okay, okay. And you can put your services on there and then people will like look you up. Okay, 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 got you. Okay. I can't remember the one that, because Fiverr is usually, I see a lot of, like graphic design, web design, that kind of thing. But I have seen Bookkeeper on this other platform, but I can't remember what it is called. I'll, I'll send you... Okay. Send me your resume and I'll send you a couple of links. Okay. All right. I'll definitely send you my resume right yeah, now. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, perfect. That will be all my questions. Thank okay. You. Well, Gaurav, I hope some of it was like helpful oh, yeah. well, <laughs> it actually, you gave me some really good advices like you know okay that's good that's yeah. good i mean this is the stuff i mean like i said i have no experience with running in my own firm and i've worked in a big four firm but i've never kind of like gone the other way from industry to uh you know like a public accounting so whatever i'm telling you that's just off the top of my head it's just my personal thoughts and if you find them helpful that's fantastic uh, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. I like talking about these things. I guess I'm not an expert, but I do have a lot of experience mentoring people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess generally people find it helpful. So I'm flattered that you thought of me. And uh, I just want to wish you the very best of luck. Like I said, I don't think really doesn't sound like you have too much to work on. It's just a bad economy. But if you are able to work on those things that like I laid out, I think you'd be like a top candidate for sure. Mm, yeah, perfect. Or at least very, very good at social media communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I need to work on. Just the thing about back. social, do you, have you ever posted on like LinkedIn or anything like that? Uh, no articles as such. Don't no. worry about the. Don't worry about your self consciousness or what you think other people will think. Just post it. Yeah, I'll probably start doing that. I was, I'm not probably. I will start doing that. Just, just post it. Yeah, whatever, whatever you think. Yeah, it's like let's say, let's say tomorrow morning you had. Oh yeah, that I want to try what Adrian said. I had this idea for like this. I helped this client. It was a tax thing. I have an idea for a post. Just write it down, edit it, and then just post it. Hit, hit post. Okay, perfect. Don't worry about. Oh, my friends are going to think it's stupid, and they're going <laughs> to make fun of me, or like. Someone on LinkedIn, I don't even know who they are or what their name is, but they're going to write a bad comment. Don't worry about any of that. Just hit post. Yeah, I'll And if you think no one will even read it, no one will ever comment it, I'll get like zero views. Who cares? So the thing is, it's like reps. It takes reps. It just takes you doing it again and again and again and again yeah, and again. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like it's just like working out. You need to just like you know be at it every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. That's that's exactly it. I started on LinkedIn with like zero followers. And I've got like whatever, like 800 flow followers now. It's not a lot, but it's like 800 more than zero, right? So yeah, you can start somewhere. Just, yeah, just one more thing. I I just saw it like, you know, when I was, uh, you know, going through your profile, like you worked in tech and now you work at 3TM Resources. So how is that experience for you? That's like one area which, you know, I've always uh, liked in industry. Like, you know, industry, okay, right now it's like kind of closed doors, but, you know, they were very selective industries where I always wanted to, you know, uh, get an experience like mining definitely was one and the other one was uh, forest industry okay, so I, never, I, mean, I never got a chance so i'm just like you know since you worked there it's been like, you know I mean, you yeah like- i think it's a it's a great industry i really enjoy it and i yeah. guess just by chance i happened to specialize in mining starting out at pwc i was an audit in the like you know i guess in like kind of like the mining industry mm. um so started that way. And when I moved on to like tech, I was in like internal audit. So I got yeah. to see all the operations across, you know, multiple nations. So North yeah. and in multiple like uh, continents. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoy it. I mean, it's obviously, it's in the commodity industry. So it's very, 
susceptible to like commodity prices and that yep. kind of thing right so i mean the good times are good and like the bad times can be like very lean yeah so that's just, like commodities in like general mm-hmm. um, so i mean it can be it, it's not like a super fast paced industry like the tech industry right where oh, oh, that's you know you start with like three employees today and next year you've got like 50 and the year after that you got like 5000 and your yeah. share price explodes by like you know like 40x yeah yeah the mining industry is not like that it's like yep. very it's like very methodical and like uh i guess a bit more like conservative right yeah. so it's not like you know like a tech I think startup. it's probably the nature of the business too, right? So yeah, that- exactly, exactly. You have a certain ore body in the ground and, you know, that is kind of like your economic benefit over like whatever it is, you know, the mine life, 10, 15, 20 years, that kind of thing, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I really enjoy it. Forest industry, I have like, I really don't know much. I haven't, I've never had like a forestry client, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you have the opportunity to get into a firm that has like mining clients and you're interested in it, I'm, yeah, for sure. Go for it. Yeah. I think, you know, I think probably those like big ones, probably the big fours have all the like the big mining clients. I yeah, guess. Larger enterprises, they're probably yeah. going, they probably will have like, uh, I guess, you know, one of the big four to, yep. to really be like their auditors. Right. So, yep. but you know, it's not, there are, I'm sure there's exceptions as well. Yeah, yeah, they're like probably maybe smaller size. Yeah, it could be like big six or like you know medium sized firms yeah. could have like a smaller like a junior miner yeah. something like that. So it's not it's not unheard of. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, that just wanted to get a little bit of insight. That, that's like one industry, like you know one of one of the few industries where I always like like I kind of wished to work but okay maybe yeah, one day. I mean, if you are interested in in like that, you should do like an informational interview with someone. Perfect. Yeah, probably. That's the other thing, which is just like so. That's that's got like nothing to do with a job. You're just yep. reaching out to someone. Hey, you know, can I take twenty minutes of your time to ask you about what's it like in the industry? What do you yep. do? What do you like about it? What you don't like about it? That kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Since you're in there, like, what do you don't like about it? Uh, let's for another podcast. How about that? Let's. let's <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Let's save. Let's save that for some other time. In a couple of weeks. Yeah. Perfect. Send me an invite, yeah, and like a couple of weeks, whatever it is, uh, you know, you you pick. It could be three weeks, it could be four weeks, it could be five weeks. Touch base again, and then let's see how you've been doing with the things I've been suggesting. So that way, it'll actually get you some motivation to actually do it. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then that way you can't cheat. That way you can't. Yeah, like, I can oh yeah, that or, way. yeah. <laughs> sure. Because I'm gonna ask you in like six weeks. So how are you doing? Yeah. And then so that will take ten minutes, and then the remaining you can ask me stuff. Perfect. Yeah, that works for me. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's totally fine. So yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, Adrian. Thank you a lot. For All right. Time. Yeah. Gaurav, like I said, best of luck. And then you have a lot of like hard work ahead of you. Yep. So uh, I guess you got to get going. But uh, like I said, don't make it too, you know, uh, complex. You can't overanalyze these things. You just got to like do it, you know, yep. hope for the best. But, uh, you know, just, just, just go with it. And if you have to like, work at industry, whatever, for like the time being, for like a year, just so that you can like save up. It's not going to really hurt you mm-hmm. to like and so don't sweat it. Yep. Okay. Okay, cool, man. Uh, best right. of luck and so uh, talk soon. Send me your resume and yep. uh, have a very good night. Perfect. Thank you so much. Good night. All right, Gaurav, take care. I'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks. So that's it. That's the podcast. Hopefully you got a lot of value out of it. And if you're in the job market, I really hope that a lot of those um, ideas that I was able to uh, lay out for Garav will also help you as well. Just keep in mind, it's a lot of work and I know it can be extremely stressful and frustrating, but you got to put in the work. You got to put in the work and it's really the number of reps. Right, so it's not uh, one or two firms. It's really multiple, multiple firms. It's just a game of numbers, and uh, you get a lot of practice, and you get more confident as you get more experience. So really, go out there and put the work in. And hey, it's it's your career. You gotta you know take it uh, really the bulls by the horn. All right. So as I mentioned, the grab. I'm not an ex 
expert in um, any kind of a um, career seeking or resume building. I'm just literally uh, a CPA who has a lot of different ideas because I've spent a lot of time, you know, just thinking and being mindful about uh, what it takes and different strategies. So really take all my advice with a grain of salt. Hopefully it helps you out. <laughs> all right, guys, if you have any questions, comments, please send them to me at adrian at Sorry, it's adrian at adrian-law.ca. I'd love to hear from you or reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, You know, just uh, let me know what you thought of the podcast. That'd be great. All right, have a great night, guys, and we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to follow, rate, and share the podcast. Tune in next time when your host, Adrian Law, delves into the wonderful world of Vancouver accounting experience.